0: hunting bands us together in ways only we hunters can understand welcome to the we are proud virginia hunters podcast where we talk all things virginia hunting from the blue ridge mountains to the coastal waterways and everything in between we have you covered the best hunting stories from around virginia will be told right here Here's your host, Shane Woodman.
1: Well, opening weekend of Muzzle Loader sure was tough for me. I had, opening day, I had a lot of opportunity, but even within the first... Five minutes of legal light, I had a buck coming in, grunting at me. I bet he spent 10 minutes in my area, sniffing around, scrapes, uh, everything you could think of. He was stomping, did circles, little four points. I you know, let him pass, but boy, it was fun to watch him get things moving in the morning. So that was opening day. I think it was 7-12, legal light was 7-11 or seven ten, and off to a great start he leaves and it's pretty quiet for i don't know i'd say about two hours you know 9 15 strolls in and i get three dough uh, about 150, yeah, maybe 100, 150 yards away. Pretty thick from where they were, but I could see them strolling through. There's a chance there was a buck in the mix, but I couldn't make out any horns from there, so I'm just assuming it was a buck. Uh, they never turned around or started to head my way, so about 9, 10, they were gone. For the next two hours after that, till about 11, 11.30, nothing. So I get down, at eleven thirty, roll out of camp head home help my wife put the kids down for a nap and you know, the morning hunt was in chesterfield county and the afternoon hunt i was going to a place where last year opening day uh, i told a story on our facebook page of a buck my buddy and i both shot he shot him first uh high and i shot him second maybe 20 minutes later uh, with the kill shot. Maybe a little less than that, maybe 10 minutes later. Uh, you know, It's been a year, so time time gets extended. Uh, so we head out to Powhatan. Uh, it's about 3.30 in the afternoon when we meet at the gate. Uh, 3.40, 3.45, we're both up in a tree. He had left his climber in his tree from the morning, and I was going up into a ladder stand that they already have in place. It was pretty windy, and as everybody knows that hunted in virginia opening weekend boy it was hot i would imagine it was 80 75 80 degrees where i was it was windy so i mean it was not deer hunting weather but as we all know the deer and rut and anything can happen so spirits were still high wasn't getting down um Obviously, it, at that time, it hadn't quite hit daylight savings, so we were still getting dark at 6.30. So getting in at 3.40 wasn't the worst thing in the world. So we don't see anything, neither of us. It's Now it's 4.30 nothing, right at 6 o'clock, which I believe legal shooting was until I want to say 6.39 that day, I I can't remember exactly, but about 6 o'clock, 6.10, I start hearing some rustling in the leaves uh, off my right shoulder, which is to the right and a little behind me, and we all know the difference between a deer and a squirrel, I knew right away this was it, most likely a deer. Could have been a bear, could have been you know something else, but most likely was a deer. So I'm, I'm listening to it. It's getting closer and closer, and it's a doe. It steps out probably 30 yards away from me, and I know there's another deer behind it. And about another two minutes go by, and a buck rolls out. At this point, they're 45 yards away, I would imagine. I could not make out the horns on this buck yeah, I think he was decent, but again, it was already starting. The sun was dropping. It was hard to see, so I, I couldn't get him in my scope close enough to tell the points. So they both roll on out of sight. Then another sound comes from that same direction, more rustling in the leaves. And now I see a bigger buck roll out. I could count four points on the one side. So I knew it, it was it was broadside, so I couldn't see the other, the other side of the antlers, but yeah, it was at least four on my side you know let's just assume it was a typical buck so i i get it in my scope and i pull the trigger and i boy i I didn't see anything run away i didn't hear anything running away you know the cloud of smoke clears and i'm like got him. so i get I, I text my buddy Let him know Hey I shot Well obviously he heard me shoot But I, I text him Say hey I, I think I got him So I, I take my time Getting down I start cleaning up You know I unhook my harness Take my grunt call off Get my flashlight ready And sure enough I hear more rustling in the woods This is after I shot After I'm making all this noise I mean let me tell you This time of year The, the deer are so unpredictable They When they're on a scent, They are gone So I hear more rustling in the woods Sure enough It's another buck. Now at this time, it's so dark. I I can't make out the horns at all. So I'm shining the flashlight at him. You know, he's making noise at me, runs away, and he's running in the direction where I had just shot the buck. And when he gets to about my shooting spot, he makes a noise. So I thought, man, he, f- he sees the, the deer down. He's worried. So now I got more excitement going on. Like, I've got this thing. He's down. He's down. He's down. So I see my buddy Brandon's flashlight in the distance walking towards where I had just shot. And I'm still in the in the ladder stand. So at this point, I start climbing down. I've got all my things packed up. And I, I walk off about 45, 50 yards where I thought I had shot. And I get to where I had assumed I hit the deer look around no sign of struggle I don't see any blood again it's dark so we've a bunch of us have our flashlights out there at this point there's three of us there the the land manager my buddy who's a member of this club and myself who was hunting there as a guest so we're looking around we you know when you shoot a deer and you can't find blood you you start to uh, retrace your steps so I go back to the stand I climb up and i try and pin out where I hit this deer and I get Brandon on the point we we put a flashing red light on the shoot zone and then we start scanning for blood. We don't find anything so at this point you're sort of walking around aimlessly. You know, it's pitch, pitch, ba- pitch black dark. We're not having any blood and we're looking for 30 minutes at this point. So we turn around and look in the other direction and still nothing no blood, no nothing. And as we all know when you hit a deer with a muzzle loader, we don't always get pools of blood spewing out so I'm still you know, things are looking unlikely that i had hit this deer but i didn't want to quite give up but the land manager you know decided to let's call it off and and i agreed that we're at this point it's in the dark we're, we're walking around aimlessly which is unfortunate because if i did hit it and i would find it the next day the meat would be spoiled it was just too hot this time and we all know i mean 75 80 degrees that's a little a little crazy for this time of year in virginia but we are in virginia you never know what you're gonna get so we go home yeah i text my buddy Brandon. and i said hey i I think I hit it. I, I just think it didn't get the blood trail, similar to the buck we killed last year. Uh, you know, similar to close to the same spot. So I asked, I said, Hey, do you mind if the land manager lets me back in tomorrow morning and just look around? I want to scan the area just to make sure. And sure enough, I go back, I spend an hour, you know, looking in all four directions, about 150 to 200 yards uh, radius, and I find nothing. So I flat out missed. You know, hunting isn't all about success. You know, we do have some failures along the way, but we've got to learn from them. We've got to do better. So right away I go and I wanted to make sure it wasn't me. You know, is it, is it me? Is it the gun? Was there a branch that I just didn't see that it clipped? You know, these are all the things you don't know as a hunter when you miss a deer. So I go and I sighted it and I was, you know, about two inches high on where i was aiming on the target but it's still enough to hit the deer from the distance that i had shot it at so two things could have happened one could have just been me i took a bad shot or it had hit a limb and i should know better make sure i've got a clear shot we want to put these deer down we don't want to put them through any stress uh, that they don't need you know it's a it's a privilege to be a hunter it's a privilege to harvest a deer out of the woods so the, the last thing we want to do is is have this deer live on with pain and harm to it. So uh, that was that was all me. I take full ownership and, and I'll learn from that. But with all the difficulties I had on day one, I mean, what a success. That, I mean, you have action all day. I think I saw nine total deer, five doe and four buck. So to me, you know, it's not all about, I mean, I took a shot and I missed. That's that's the worst thing you can do as a hunter. Uh, but as, as far as action and excitement throughout the day, I mean, that was so much fun, uh, and both clubs, so I hunted two clubs that day, and zero deer were were killed, so it was, I don't know if they weren't moving or, or what in the morning. You know, I obviously had some action right at dusk, but I'm, I think I'm the only one of the folks that I was talking to. Now, when you look at our Facebook page, Virginia Hunter, it was a frenzy out there across the state of Virginia. We had people send us photos from so many counties from the west part of the state all the way over to the the coastlines and many of which were the first deer ever killed. So check out our Facebook page, look at the some of the photos and some of the stories that were sent in. I think you know, these stories and these memories are exactly what we look for when we're hunting. We, we want these things to last a lifetime. Whether you get it mounted on your wall or not, you're always going to have that story. Uh, <laughs> over time, like a fishing story it gets bigger. It might change over time, but deep down, no matter when you're telling it, you always know the truth. I want to pause here and shift gears real quick. You know this this podcast is for you, the Virginia hunter, and what we really want to do here. Now I can sit here and talk and tell stories about my hunts, but who wants to hear that? I want to hear from you, the real Virginia hunters around the state. So here's how you come on the show and send us a, an email at Shane dot Hunter at Gmail. Dot com or check us out on Facebook at Virginia Hunter and send us a message on there. Give us just a few details of what county you're in and a story that you want to tell on the show and maybe some of your experience as a hunter. You know, the, the goal is to tell stories. We want to laugh. We want to cry. We want to have fun, as well as make everybody around the state a better hunter and what we can do to manage our land better how we can scout better, how we can set up our stands better, read the wind, you know, all these things that make us better hunters. We want to hear tips and advice from all of you. So check us out. Again, that's shane.vahunter at gmail.com or on Facebook at Virginia Hunter. and, And let us know. We'd love to have you on the show.
0: Thanks for listening to the We Are Proud Virginia Hunters podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with a friend who also might like it. And please take the time to rate, comment, and subscribe. For more information, find us on Facebook. Just search Virginia Hunter.